Welcome to the Head to Heal podcast, where you'll go head over heels learning about how the body and the brain work together to either feed disease or fight it. I'm your host, Jordana Sade, certified holistic nutritionist and founder of The Mindful Clinic. With a background in nutrition, behavioral neuropsychology, and hypnosis, I'm going to walk you through the root cause of your symptoms and disordered behaviors. The body has an innate ability to heal. No one is destined for illness, and most, if not all, disorders can be reversed. Come with me as we develop a new understanding of how you can use your head to heal and truly thrive. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Head to Heal podcast. I have the most special guest here. I cannot believe this is the first time that Marley has been on my podcast. (laughs) First of all, the reason why I have a podcast is because of Marley. So we can thank her later. But yeah, Marley's been a huge part of my life, my business, my growth. I'm literally, she is like the origin story for everything amazing that's happened for me and for you guys too. So I'm just so grateful to have her on here. And we're going to get to know a little bit about Marley's magic and her health story. And I just can't wait for you guys to be in her energy. So welcome, Marley. Thank you. It is an honor. I'm so excited to be here. And I'm so excited to see like what comes of it. It's going to be really magical. Yeah, we did not plan anything. So we're just going to fly. <laughs> Let's do it, baby. Okay, awesome. So Marley, can you please tell my listeners a little bit about you and your story and like what brings you here? Yes. Okay, so I feel like every time I get asked this question, I go like a different way. So I'm just going to go like what intuitively comes up and what like the listeners would really like want to hear. So I would say my story started in when I was graduating from university. I was very lost. I knew that I wanted more for my life in the sense of I knew I wanted to travel the world. I desired deeply time, location, financial freedom. I started to get into mindset and personal development, but I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea how to do what I wanted to do. I just knew that I didn't want what I currently had. Like that was very evident, but everything else, I was feeling very lost. I was very much stuck in a victim mindset in the sense of why is everything happening to me and really not taking like ownership over my life. And I decided, you know, after graduating from university that I was like, okay, either I can go down the corporate route, which is 0% chance going to get me to where I want to go, or I could like give it a shot and try to start my own business. And so my first business, which is where me and Jordana met, was designing logos and websites for online entrepreneurs. And this is the business that gave me, you know, time, location, financial freedom. It was a freaking grind. But after about a year, I was able to quit my side hustles and go full time. And I moved to Australia. And during that period, though, I actually was living in Australia. You know, I had a little taste of the freedom lifestyle. And I was like, I'm never going back. This is the best. This is the best in the entire world. I was not earning that much money, but I was able to like basically keep myself afloat well away. And I might as well have been a millionaire. I'm like, this is the coolest shit ever. Like I can travel and earn money. Like what? I feel like I like cracked like the Da Vinci code. I was like, this is so amazing. And it was winter in Canada and I was in Australia. So I was like skipping winter. I was like, this is so amazing. And 
the weirdest thing happened. I got this job offer back home and it was to work at the college that I went to running the entrepreneurship center. And I looked at my goals for the year, which said like, work at this college, you know, have more community, be among entrepreneurs. So I was like, that's so weird. I feel like I have to say yes to this job. And everyone was like, why would you go back to Canada in January for like a job when you're like running your own business? And I was like, I don't know. I just intuitively feel like I have to do this. It was the weirdest thing. Even my mom was like, stay in Australia. (laughs) Guys, I'm coming home. (laughs) And I came home. And a week and a half after I got home, my dad committed suicide. And this was the moment in my life where truly everything changed. Because up before that, I was, yeah, definitely tapping into mindset, gratitude. I was like doing the surface healing. You know, I was feeling better. I was seeing some change in my life. But all of the shadow, all of the deep healing was still remaining underground. And what that looked like and what was manifesting for me was like very low self-worth, very low self-esteem, a lot of inflammation, which we'll probably talk about later. And so when this event happened with my father, it was really like, oh, the impossible actually can happen. And I remember thinking either this is going to break me or this is going to make me into the person that I'm meant to be. Like the week after, I was like, I'm going to therapy. Never to therapy before, but I'm like, I'm going. And I also started continuously going to a healing practice called Reiki. And it was my first time actually like talking about my childhood and talking about my parents' relationship and talking about death and talking about what I want in my life. And it kind of became a mission for myself because before that, like I said, got a taste of this like freedom lifestyle. So it gave me a purpose. I was like, oh, this is actually something that I really desire. And it was like my Northern star. I was like, this is actually something that I want in my life. Whereas everything before that, I was completely in autopilot. I had no idea what I wanted. I felt like I was just flying by the seat of my pants. It's just doing things that I should do. And this was like the first time that I was like, oh my God, this is actually something that I want. And that just innately inside of me. And I had a taste of it. And I was like, okay, I know that I can get there. And so I started to dive into like inner child healing, really into the subconscious. And this is really what set me on the path of like really who I am today, which is doing the deeper healing, healing the subconscious mind, healing limiting beliefs, healing money mindset. Because for those of you who have lost someone, it kind of creates this energy of like, fuck it. Like the worst can happen. So like we might as well just go for it. Like I might as well just start my own business because who knows? And it really created this energy of like life is way too short to be unhappy. And I think especially since my dad, you know, passed away from mental illness, I was really inspired and motivated to heal myself to ensure that I don't do that for my future family and ensure that I help others not do that to their families because being on the end of suicide, it brings up a lot of shame and guilt and all of the feelings. And I'm like, if I can stop someone from doing this in the future, which would have a ripple effect on impacting like children and aunts and uncles and friends, then like I've done my job. So I started again, really diving into this. And then I kind of, after a year of healing and doing the deeper work, I moved to Australia again. And this time I was definitely more healed, but there was still so much to do. As you know, like I thought, oh, when I moved to Australia, everything's going to be okay. I'm going to be happy. 
did not work that way. The healing almost got even more in my face because then I didn't have like the other jobs and things like this. And so that was at the beginning of 2009, the end of 2019. And then basically I haven't looked back from there in the sense of that's when I started my first business. That's when my business really took off. And then what ended up happening is that because I was doing all this healing and I started applying it to money and I started applying it to my business. I was like, well, this is working so well in my personal life. Like, what if I added this to like my business? And then things really started to skyrocket. And I was getting so many questions from people being like, Marley, how are you living in Australia? How are you living in Bali? How are you traveling? How are you, you know, like guys, I come from a very small town where I grew up thinking like if I could make like $100,000 a year, I will have made it. Like that's the dream. Like that's like what doctors make. Like, well, I will be rich. And then I started like earning that a month and it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I really feel like, again, like I cracked this code of like success and mindset and the combination of the two. And so then people started asking me like, okay, yeah, we need to know what you're doing here. And I'm like, well, I'm just doing this. Like, like, are you guys doing this? And they'd be like, no. And so I was like, oh, there's this really other deeper calling, which is to help people actually do what I do. But there was so much imposter syndrome around that because I was like, oh, you know, there's so many other people talking about manifestation and mindset. Who am I to do that? No one's going to listen to me. But then it's like just this mantra of like, I couldn't ignore it anymore. And I was working with a coach at the time and I just kept reminding myself of like, this is bigger than you. And that if you don't do this, the only person you're laying down is yourself because this is really your dream. And so like, again, I was like, fuck it. If I don't go for this, I can always go back to building websites, building websites. And I could have gone back to corporate, but like, let's do this thing. Cause I started to learn like the bigger risks that I would take in myself, the bigger rewards that I would get. So at this point I was kind of like more likely to make the transition because I was scared, honestly, to let go of my first business because it, it had built up so much, but I was like, yeah, I am getting called to this bigger mission. And so at the beginning of 2020, I started my business coaching and Jordan was one of my very first clients. I actually will never forget what I was telling you about it. You were coaching me on like nutrition. And then you're like, wait, like, what are you doing? And I was like, da-da-da-da. And I remember you're like, I'm in. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I was like, um, and you were one of my very first clients. And I'll never forget that. And so at first it was business. And now it's it's still business. But it's also become so much more, which is like healing people from the programs and the conditioning and the limiting beliefs that we get lied to about about ourselves that we start to believe which actually blocks us from the dream life that we desire and it blocks us from the success that we desire and we think that there's something wrong with ourselves we think that we're not worthy of the success we're not worthy of our dreams but really what's happening is we've just believed a lie that we've been told that is saying that what the truth is is that you are so worthy of a life beyond your wildest dreams and I have to wake up every single day and be like holy shit because my life now is my dream it's my dream. And I prayed for this for so long. And obviously that has evolved. Every time I hit this like new level of life, I'm like, this is just evidence to me that anything is possible. Because again, I don't come from money. I don't come from basically not anything that I desired. <laughs> and so when I look at life now, and again, life is not easy. I'm not saying that I wake up every day and it's easy. I actually just woke up today. I was like, I'm pissed and I'm triggered and all this stuff. But you know what? Now I give myself the space to work through it and clear it so that it no longer bothers me. And then when you 
remove the stuff that is impacting you, it creates a vacuum for the things that you do desire. And so now that I like learned this method, I can't really go back. And so my passion now is like, and it has always been to help people do the same. And then with that freedom, with that, it's like, okay, what are we creating? Let's create a business. Like, let's help you also like what Jordana is doing, like live on purpose and start earning money based on what you are meant to do and start actually achieving the dreams that you're too scared to admit to yourself that you actually want and actually start freaking doing it and actually achieving those things. And so really like what I'm here to do is help people create a life like beyond their wildest dreams financially in their self-worth, in their abundance. And, you know, dream life looks different for everyone. Like my dream life is a certain like lifestyle, but that's not for everyone. And so it's like whatever your thing is, helping you reconnect to that, but not letting you settle in any area of your life and not letting you justify, oh, I don't want that badly. Or I could actually just live on this. Like I'm not letting you do that because if I let you do that, then I let you down. And so really holding my clients to their highest potential, their highest selves and guiding them there is really like accumulation of everything I've done because I believe that we can have it all and life is way too short to not go for everything that is meant for you. Uh, I'm like full body chill the whole time. Like obviously Marley can see yourself like smiling the whole time. <laughs> so first of all, thank you for sharing that with us. But I'm really, really just excited and proud of you because like I know like I was your nutritionist right before I started working with you. This is like 2019. And we talked about your trauma and we talked about all that. And I don't know like when exactly this shift happened for you, Marley, but like I'm gonna bet it's fairly soon. But you just really recently started talking about like your dad and suicide and all that, like publicly mm-hmm. more often, right? Like it's not that you were like hiding it in any way, but as you were saying, like, of course, there's like, you know, we were like living it up, like when you graduated university in Australia, but like, there's so many more evolutions that have happened to you that I've seen you go through even. And just like hearing you describe your story and like really just like owning it in this way, it just makes me want to cry. Like you've really evolved in the past little while. And I'm so proud of you for sharing that. And I'm so proud of you for like really recognizing how that has impacted your life in both negative and positive ways. So Thank you. Thank you. That is so sweet of you to say. And that is the result of healing. Like I had so much shame. I didn't want to be labeled as the person that had lost their dad to suicide. And I just didn't want like pity from people. It was a coping mechanism, not sharing it. And now I'm like, it's a part of me and it's who I am. And I'm not afraid to admit it anymore because I know by sharing this, it's what I wish I had. Because when I lost my dad, I actually didn't know if I was going to be okay. Like, I actually was like, am I going to go insane? Am I going to lose everything? How do you even move through something like this? And my best friend actually lost someone really close to them. And so she was my expander of like, oh, everything is going to be okay. And my wish and my hope is that anyone listening going through, it, it doesn't even have to be that, just like some sort of trauma that alters your life that you think is just going to completely throw you is evidence that no one can take anything away from you unless you let them because you always have you and so if I can be an example to that for someone of like you're gonna be okay and everything's gonna be okay and actually everything's gonna be really really good if you let it yeah I'm doing my practicum like my hours at a rehab center on Sunday and I often talk about because I used to be an addict and now I'm like not and successful. And so when I go there and, and people are like shocked that I struggled with addiction and substance abuse. And so I, I just really want to highlight the importance of like 
really owning your story because I actually, mm. think, and I've been talking about this a lot, but like, I actually think that like your disorder or your disease or like the thing that happened to you is actually your superpower. Right. And mm-hmm. it's, just, it's so funny to me. And, and I get this because I have a lot of clients who, you know, been through sexual assault, et cetera, and they're so afraid to talk about it. And I'm like, no, no, this is the thing that like makes you like not special, but like, this is the thing that is actually like allowed you to like summon the tools that you need to be a fucking superhuman because like to teach your brain the resiliency and the strength and the like confidence and to teach your brain to do all those things after a trauma like that is just not something that everybody gets the chance to do. And and it's weird to put it in that light, I know, but if it's going to happen, at least we can view it as kind of a gift and allow it to like put us where we need to be. So I think that it actually has to be a part of your story. Oh, I got chills as you were saying that. And you know what? Like right after it happened, I had a healer say to me like, oh, well, you know, this is happening for you, right? And I was just not ready to hear it. I was like, fuck you. But I was like, whoa, lady, way too early. But someone who we both work with, Dr. Teggy, when our very first meeting, I will never forget she said this to me because one of our first meetings, we talked about my dad and she was like, Marley, you gave him his freedom and he gave you yours. And I was actually even in like meditation today thinking about my dad. I was doing a lot of like healing today. I don't know. It was just one of those days. And I was like, in RRT, we talk about like grief, right? And we grieve because our body is trying to find something that is gone and try to get it back. But in reality, you can't grieve something that's gone. And so in RT, what we help your brain understand is that like the person is not actually gone. And so again, so grateful to have these healing modalities and work with these incredible healers. And so that like now I can talk about it and I can say it because I feel confident that if someone's to hear my story and come to me and be like, oh my gosh, I need help. I'm like, yeah, I can actually help. I can be of service to you. And going back to what you said, it's like, I believe like, Everything that happens to us is preparing us to help us help others make that experience easier. And I really believe that like our sole business, like just tying back into business for a second, is that like whenever I work with a client, it's like, okay, what's that one thing you've had to overcome? What's that one thing that you've had to overcome that you wish that you had someone that knew what you knew now that could have made the journey easier? Like we are most set up to support a previous version of ourselves. And the most fulfilling, I'm sure you can resonate with this, is like the most fulfilling thing is to be like, oh my gosh, I know, like I talked, I was talking on discovery call today and I was like, you are literally me three years ago, babe. Do not worry. I freaking got you. Like, you just do this, 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 this. As the most fulfilling thing ever to be like, oh, I had to go through that shitty ass experience and go through all of this like dark shadow to be able to be like, here, you don't have to do all of it. What I hear on a silver potter, here's the course, here's the method, here's the business. And of course, I don't wish ill upon anyone, but I feel like our rock bottoms are our like breakthroughs in terms of our next level. And then we get to like, let's say we're at the bottom of the mountain, we get to base camp, then we can be like, okay, or like the top of the mountain, we overcome the trauma or get to the other side. We can be like, hey, I see you at the bottom of the mountain. Here's the roadmap on how to get to the top. And that's really, to my mind, the most successful businesses because yes, money is amazing. I love money. I love talking about money. I love spending money. I love receiving money. I love money. Everyone loves money. But my first business was not from this energy. It was very much just something I was good at. Whereas this business is very much in purpose. And 
I was even setting goals for myself this month and I was like, I already have everything I need. Like, I don't even feel like, like, of course I'm a Capricorn managed gen. So I'm like goals, but like, it was like the first time where I was like, I actually don't really need anything else. I'm good. And that type of like, just wholeness is something money can't buy because I've tried actually, I've really tried to spend money to make me feel whole, but it's something that you cultivate inside of you first. And so this is why I'm so again, passionate about like helping people build businesses out of their passion because then you actually just start to feel whole and you start to do business for the right reasons which is like literally to help other people and then money is a byproduct of that like you don't even have to worry about the money it just as you know flows yeah beautiful and like you said you're like okay so this is the rock bottom and then we get to help people up from there because the reality is and if you guys are listening to me for a while you know this about me but like you have two options you can succumb to the circumstances and like fucking give up and like play the victim or you can like let it elevate you you can say okay universe challenge accepted let's fucking go right and so my next question for you because this is something that like i see in my practice all the time and like i'm actually like low-key just like getting coaching advice right now (laughs) (laughs) and so when people are so stuck marley in that victim mentality of like why me why did this happen to me like i'm never going to move forward i feel at everything like how do we get out of that victim mentality Mm. so i think there is something to be said that the person has to want to change yeah so as much as we're healers and we really want to help people change, you can never force someone to change. So I don't tend to work with people who are like, oh, I want help, but I'm not willing to make change because I'm like, well, good luck. I think there needs to be a deep desire for change. And again, I, I don't wish will on anyone, but I tend to notice that when people get to their rock bottom moments is the moment that they make change because it's either make or break and so it's like when my clients come to me they're like okay i'm ready and i think that's the same for you of like okay they're ready so let's say they're ready but they're still you know in this mentality of like i'm ready but i'm terrified and it's just like fear stuck in fear right and so what's happening here is like you are way more connected to your ego than you are your higher self and your higher purpose and you're letting your ego run the show and you're not letting your higher purpose even like enter the chat and so what i recommend and like is really connecting to your fear and like letting your fear be seen kind of like you would talk to like a child so let's say you have like a child and it's having like a temper tantrum and you just ignore it right it's gonna freak out more and then if you like go to child, oh my god what's wrong is everything okay it's like, oh, yeah, da, da, da. and then it's like okay you can soothe it through so with this victim mentality and this fear it's like it's just your ego wanting to be seen and heard and so you kind of have to come to that ego as like the evolved adult or like the securely attached parent and be like hey sweet baby I hear you. I know you're scared to, let's say, like start this new business. I know you're scared to quit the job. Like, I know, like, I hear you, but like, take my hand. Everything is going to be okay. And then connect to what it is your higher self desires. So, like, let's say it's to lose the weight. Let's say it's to start the business. It's like you wouldn't be coming to Jordana or I or whatever it is if you didn't know it was possible for you. So you are still connected to your higher self, but it's like your ego is like running like 90% your higher self is like 10. But when you can just 
name it to tame it and recognize, okay, this is just a part of me that's scared. It's not all of me that's scared because the ego and the higher self is kind of like a spectrum. Like one end is the ego. It's not black or white. You're not either ego or your higher self. You're always both. You always have both. And so what we can do is we can acknowledge the ego. And then when we acknowledge it, we tame it. We like put out the fire and we lessen the charge. Then we create space for your higher self to step in. So my advice is just to like sit with yourself, feel the feelings to move through it and really question it. And really like, not in a way of like, you're bad, you're wrong. It's like, oh, like what's wrong? Like, why are you feeling this way? What's coming up? Like, what makes you feel this way? And then we can go in and do the deeper healing of like, oh, well, you know, when I was five, I actually like put my hand up in class and everyone made fun of me. So now I'm actually afraid to be seen. And that's why I'm afraid to start my business. So your ego is really just keeping you safe because healing going to the next level actually is scary as hell to your ego. And so it's natural that your brain is keeping you in this energy. But if you are in it in autopilot, that's when it takes over your life. So when you can navigate it, but also an empowered adult, then it doesn't have as much charge and you get to be the boss. It's like, again, like child, adult, employee, uh, boss, like the boss gets to tell the employee what to do. Just like your higher self gets to tell your ego what to do. Like it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. Let's go this way. And then you're able to dance with it and still do like, for example, we were just talking off air, but like when I was moving into this house, my ego was going rampant. It was like, making up all this crazy stuff like so 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 much but my higher self deeply deeply desired to have a home to have consistency to have like one place for a long period of time like my soul desired this so much but my ego was like no what if everything fails like it's making up all this crazy stuff and so I actually even reached out to Jordan and I was like what do I do and then like my healers and everything and then also just really recognizing okay this is my ego like it's frantic. It sounds like a temper tantrum. It's out of nowhere. It's not really logical. It's fear. And it's like, but if I listen to that fear, then my life becomes fear and I'm not actually stepping into who I'm meant to be. And so sometimes you just need to feel the fear and do it anyways. Yeah. Perfect answer. And I asked you like, how do we get out of the victim mentality? And you immediately went to fear. And then we just talked about fear because I really, really want everyone to understand that like that victim is your fear thought. Like you become the victim because you're afraid and you feel powerless. And then we give our power away. And when we don't have any power, it's very hard to change from that place. Right. And so I love even like, I don't want to use the word authority, but even just the way that you highlighted, like kind of getting back, I always say back in the driver's seat where like the higher self is the one making the decisions. And like, we can acknowledge the fear. We can acknowledge the ego and still kind of move forward. I think that's so powerful. And I, I know because I have so many clients, yes, when they meet me, they're like, everyone's ready. Everybody wants to lose weight. Everybody wants to make money. And like, everybody's like, I want this, let's go. And then they get hit with that first block. They don't make the 10 K months, right? They don't lose the weight fast enough. They don't physically see the result. And then they're like, nothing works for me. Like, woe is me. And that's really where it's like, okay, like this is where people really need to be able to like hear those two voices and pull themselves up. Right. Mm, I actually want to talk about that just for one second. I talked about this on my podcast the other day because I heard Ed Milet talking about this, which is invisible compounding growth. So it's like, what's happening is like, if you're in our world, like you're doing the work, you're putting in the thing, but then a lot of us give up because we don't see the result immediately. And so for example, like in my world, it will look like, well, I posted on TikTok once and it didn't go viral. And it's like, okay, you have to show up consistently to it every single day. 
And if you don't see the results, it doesn't mean that you're not changing. It doesn't mean that things aren't happening. It's inevitable that if it's, we live in a world of cause and effect, if you put in the cause, the effect will come. The timeline is none of your business. And so what happens is like that analogy with digging for gold and then the guy like gives up like one hit away from the goals is that like this is the thing in personal development is I think a lot of us and, and I did this as well in the past where it was like I just would give up because I didn't see the results but it's like you have to understand that when you're posting on Instagram, going on the walk, whatever it is, you are actually making growth. It's just happening invisibly. So it doesn't feel like you're doing anything. And you just have to get in this energy of trusting that what I want is destined for me. So no matter when it happens, it doesn't matter when it happens because it's going to happen. You have to trust that what you desire is actually on its way to you no matter what. And so even if it's not happening, you have to trust that it actually is happening, even though you can't actually see it. And then when you get more into the trust, it actually like magnetizes the manifestation to you. So I don't know why I felt like saying that. Maybe someone listening needs to hear that. But like just something you said triggered this. And I was like, I have to share this because this has been coming up a lot in my world is like not to give up too early and trust that if you desire something, you would not be given the desire something if you were not capable of achieving it. It's actually like physics if you believe in gravity, et cetera. So it's like it's almost just like putting your blinders on like head down and just like no matter what happens, no matter what gets in your way, it doesn't matter because you're on your way to that thing and things that may come seem like it's not meant to be or it's like throwing you off it's just a test to strengthen how bad you really want the thing to even make you like work harder for it and so really just trusting and really sitting in your worth of like what is destined for me like what I want wants me yeah and it's so funny. We're like, I don't know why I'm saying this, but like, because I literally wrote down as we're talking, like, let's talk about trust. Let's talk about surrender. Oh, um, so that's why. Um, good thing we're all the same wavelength. One thing that I want to touch on there is I have so many clients, just to highlight this from like the health perspective, I have so many clients who want to lose weight, like weight loss is the goal. But like, if the body's really sick and the body's really imbalanced, like weight loss is like the last thing the body fucking cares about. Like that weight is literally mm. protecting your body. Right. And so mm. I have clients who like come off all these medications and they're like, but the weight still isn't budging. And like, that's when they start to feel like, what was me? I'm a victim. Why isn't it happening for me? This isn't working. They go back to dieting. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you're literally right there about to hit the gold, right? Like the invisible work is like, you've come off all these medications. Your body is balancing. It's changing. You just haven't gotten that one last thing yet. Right. And like mm. more often than not in my own practice, when, and even in my own life, the one thing that's like, we can get all these other things, but like, this is the one thing I really want. The reason why it's not coming through so quickly is because there is that attachment there of like what that mm. means for you. It's not neutral. It's like, mm. you know, like the medications are kind of nice to have to like not be on them, but like, it's, that's not the goal. Like the thing that I like really mm. want, the thing that I really desire is that weight loss or is that like seven figure business? It doesn't matter if I make $600,000, like it has to be the seven figures, right? That attachment. And as mm. long as we're in the state of that attachment, we hold on so tightly like that, we actually are sending the message that like, we don't believe it's going to come. And that's why we're attached to it. And that's why we get into that victim mentality. Hi, babes. I am so excited to talk to you about my signature program, The Mindful Method. This is the exact same method that I have been using with hundreds of successful clients to help you heal your relationship to food, to increase confidence and to lose weight without dieting or killing yourself at the gym. If you're sick of not feeling like your best self, if you're sick of promising yourself that you'll start again on Monday, if you're sick of going on restrictive diets only to gain back the weight, I can tell you right now that if you gained it back, it did not work. 
You know what's healthy and what's not. You do. You just continue to choose the unhealthy option anyways. And a meal plan will not solve this issue. There is no amount of restriction or discipline or willpower that is going to stop you from self-sabotaging. The body follows the mind. Imagine a life where you don't have to think about what you can or can't eat. Imagine a life where you feel confident in all of your clothes, where every day and every way your body rebalances and you lose all of the weight so you find the truest, healthiest version of yourself. Imagine never having to start again on Monday. This is what happens when you focus on transforming the brain so weight loss is effortless. The body follows the mind and it's time you actually get to the root cause of your issue. If you are ready to transform and find the truest, healthiest version of you without letting go of your favorite foods, I invite you to fill out the application in my bio. And if you're a good fit, we'll be in touch soon. Back to regular programming. When we're in that place, Marley, where it's just like, okay, let's say we're not posting on TikTok once. Let's say we're posting on TikTok every day. We have been for a whole year. We've gotten some followers. Like we've made like, let's say 10K months. We want to make 50K months. We're doing the work. The business is successful. Like why is surrendering and giving up like control and trusting the universe or your higher power? This is important because there's two ways to live life. You can live life And life is going to feel like pushing a big boulder up a hill. It's going to feel like everything you do is forcing. It's going to feel hard. And you're going to get what you want, but you're going to get to the top of the mountain and be fucking exhausted. Or you could literally go up the mountain in an elevator. And I know this happens because we get programmed that everything has to be hard. Money doesn't grow on trees. That... We just believe, again, all these limiting beliefs that get programmed to us. And so why this is important, because if you are so focused on control and forcing things to be a certain way, you are missing out on like the magic of life. And because you get exactly what you want. And so if you're so focused on one thing, the universe is like, I have so much better things for you, like beyond your wildest dreams. Like, like, it's like, it's like, okay, I really want $100 and the universe is like, oh, I actually have $100,000 for you. But if you just want $100, here you go. And you're so focused on $100. You're so focused on $100. And it's like the $100,000 is like just beside you, but you can't see it because you're so focused on the one thing. Is like, I think it's so important because if you don't surrender and if you don't allow yourself to receive, it's like you're going to limit your life in such a way and life is going to feel very hard. And I don't want that for you. Like I want you to tap into the magic and trust that like anything you desire is meant for you. And sometimes it doesn't come in the way you expect. Like, oof, it's like some of the manifestation stories I have, I'm like, whoa, I did not see it coming that way. But the how is none of our business and the timeline is none of our business. But If you believe and if you identify with what you desire, it's already on its way. It already exists. It's just whether or not you're ready to receive it. Okay. And then tell me, how do we surrender? (laughs) Okay. And also I want to mention something earlier is like, I think when you're so connected to the goal and so connected to the result, you're not connected to the gratitude. And I feel like whenever I'm working with a client who's struggling in that way I'm like when's the last time you were like grateful for like the small things in life imagine being in a partnership with someone and you like give them a present and they're like meh and then you like give them another present like 
I was like, oh, I don't even want to give you presents anymore because you don't give a shit about me. And so this is what happens with the universe. It's like the universe is giving you all these things and you're like, man, 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 man. I actually just want this one thing. And so the universe is like, well, good luck then. Like figure it out on your own. If you think you can get it there, then good luck. Find the way. And so it's like really just to be grateful for everything and being so present, like being so present in your business, being so present with your family, being so present every single moment. And this is very important. I know that, by the way, very well. And it's something I am focusing on healing. It's like, again, being so focused on the one goal, but then you miss all the magic. So the gratitude is, is a huge part of that. So how do we surrender? It's developing an immense amount of trust and faith that what I want wants me. And this is something that is not like you can just switch on. It's like going to a gym and developing a muscle. You know you don't go to the gym once and get a six-pack. It's like you go to the gym over and over and you build that muscle and you build that muscle and the universe has a sense of humor. So you're going to get so close and you're just going to be at your wit's end and then at the very last hour, the universe will give it to you. So again, that is a very deep sense of worth. So in the meantime, I really think it comes down to like worth and healing your worth of whatever it is. So most of my clients that work with me, it's a lot about money. And so if I feel like they're not surrendering, that they don't trust that money's on their way to them, it means that they don't feel like they're worthy of money. There's some sort of belief that has been ingrained in them somewhere that is blocking the manifestation it's blocking the goal because once you clear that it's like phew, floodgates are going in money is actually they're just energy so it's like really one of the easiest things to manifest so you surrender with complete trust and faith and i feel like that comes from self-worth of knowing that you are deserving of it and if you don't have the worth that means that there's a limiting belief a block that is stopping you from connecting to that worth. so i think it's like a little bit of a layered thing But then just like anything, like once you start succeeding in one thing and once you start to have evidence and you have, oh, well, like, for example, now at this point in my life, because I really feel like everything is happening for me, not to me. And again, I am not perfect in this. Something triggered the fuck out of me last week where I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But it's like I got back. But like that would have thrown me for like months (laughs) in a previous life of mine. Whereas like now I'm like, okay, everything's happening for me, not to me. So it's like coming back to that and really believing that. And so now it's like a lifestyle, it's a mindset. It's just like a way of living. And it's it's a muscle though that you have to flex. And I'm still working on it. I think it's a lifelong lesson. But when you develop this deep trust and knowing, I think that's true freedom. Yeah, perfectly said. I want to talk about money because I think that, like you said, like we all love money, we all want money. And like you said, like money's just energy. And so it is supposed to be neutral. One of my healers, Jamie, I was saying something to her the other day where I was like, I don't understand. I'm such a good person. Everything that I do is like for the good of other people. Like why isn't X amount of dollars coming in yet? Like, I just don't get it. And she's like, money doesn't fucking care if you're good or bad. She's like, money does not give a shit. If you're a good person, bad person, if it did, like all these billionaires wouldn't be billionaires, you know? And so because money provides safety, security, gets us the things that we want, like how do you in your own life or with your clients even like help them to see how that money is neutral? Like how can we view it that way? It's so hard because you know what? Money is so not neutral for so many people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I hope this answers your question, but I had a huge breakthrough with money today and I haven't really even talked about this yet, but I'm so fucking excited to share this with you. So money is 
neutral. And you know how all energy has feminine and masculine tendencies. Yeah. And so I heard Manifestation Babe talking about this, about how money is actually like a masculine energy and it wants to be led. And us in our feminine and really being in a feminine relationship with money, it creates magnetism because if you think about it in like a like a masculine male and a feminine female that creates polarity and that creates magnetism and so i was doing some deeper healing today around my relationship to men actually and i was realizing that i had a belief that men aren't consistent in my life i had a belief that men don't show up for me and i had a belief that men don't choose me i had a belief that men ghost me And you know what? I have all the fucking same beliefs around money. Right? The first time I'm talking about this, and I haven't really hammered it out yet, but like, if you want to know what your beliefs are around money, look at your relationship to your father or your male figure in your life and what do you believe you deserve or what did you get in that relationship growing up? And I don't know if I can say this yet, but I'm just going to say it, is like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same relationship with money. Yeah, And so when you heal that, when you heal those beliefs, because yes, money is a neutral energy. And when you neutralize your beliefs around money, then you are becoming a channel for money because you're the same frequency. But if you have charged beliefs around money, that's what prevents us from attracting money. So really the journey is, is neutralizing your beliefs around money. So you don't feel charged around money. And so like, for example, when you spend a thousand dollars, does that give you a charge? When you receive money, does that give you a charge? When you look at your bank account, does that give you a charge? That means you have a charge relationship around money. And so when we neutralize all that, you become a magnet for money. And the way you neutralize that is to heal your belief system around money. And we do that through, I mean, RRT, hypnosis, all the tools that we have and all the reprogramming things that I teach. But something that had a huge breakthrough today is like, I think the answer to our money story lies in the relationship with our fathers. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh, yikes. Because like what my relationship with my dad is, first of all, there's never enough. There's always scarcity. You always have like, mm-hmm. like careful, careful, careful what you do all the time. But also mm-hmm. there's like, basically I didn't get like any attention or love unless I was perfect. Like unless like mm-hmm. 98% not enough, like always perfect, perfectly dressed, perfect voice had to be perfect schoolwork had to be perfect. So now here I am. I'm like, I'm such a good person. I'm basically perfect. <laughs> Why isn't the money coming in? It's like, well, there you go. Because you believe you have to be perfect to have money. Whereas money's like, dude, like I'm here. Like I'm chilling. I love you no matter what. And you're like, but I have to be perfect. So it's like, that's the block. Totally. And like, because also too, like nobody can ever be perfect. So then I'm always striving for this thing that act- that I think is going to give me the jackpot that's actually never going to happen because I'm never going to be perfect. Right. So that I'm like never going to receive cancel, clear, delete. Uh, cancel, clear, delete. Right. And so it's just, that's crazy. I will, Marley, she said it here first, guys. You heard this here first. <laughs> I was like journaling today. I'm telling you, like today was wild. And I was like, wow, this is really everything. And then, you know, a lot of manifestation coaches and like in the manifestation world, we talk about money and love, but it's not love. It's, the connection you have and i have to go deeper into this because i don't know if it's like opposite for males if it's their relationship to their mother i'm gonna have to look into that but for females it's like look at your beliefs around your partner as well like if you are in a relationship with female and male 
it's like how do you connect what do you feel about the masculine energy what are your beliefs around the masculine energy write those down and actually see like okay do i believe that about money and men and like because i've been just healing all day and then now like healing the belief that i deserve consistency that is going to attract that in a male and also in money so it's the same energy so it's like today when i was doing all this deeper work and then i have this insane business idea come through like it's not a coincidence because this is going to create the consistency that i desire and then it shifts my energy and what i'm open and available for in terms of like right now i'm dating and then seeing that come through and like men that i'm dating it's like whoa it is wow like it can literally change in an instant because what you believe you deserve gets mirrored back into your reality. And I think we make it so complicated, but it's really actually quite simple once you understand the formula. Yeah, perfect. And I've done a podcast too where I've talked about like the relationship to money and like our eating behaviors because we look at it like that, like it's just safety. So like if there's never going to be enough money, there's never going to be enough food. And like we're going to like go into like hoarding and scarcity mode. And Mm. so it's like, I know that my listeners like understand the prevalence there. Can you just tell us about your healing journey, like the body-mind connection for you? Yes. Okay, so my eating disorder started when I was in university. I, you know, went to university, started drinking, binge drinking, eating food that was not good for my body, eating cafeterias, and, you know, like most university students, I green freshman 15, and my skin... I struggled with really severe hormonal acne, just went rampant. And this was my health rock bottom, one of them. And so then I started going to the gym. I started learning about food. I started learning about health. And then it became like a very obsessive tendency in the sense I would work out like three hours a day and I would literally count my calories and it would eat 700 calories a day. I can't. (laughs) Oh my God. I can't. And so... It was very stressful and this happened for years and I thought I was doing so good because this was really like the beginning of like the Kayla and Zenus era and wanting to be stick thin and there was no real education for me that I could find around like orthorexia, eating disorders. I would get praised so much. Oh my God, you lost so much weight. Oh my God, you look so amazing. It fueled this obsession. And so it wasn't until I like almost passed out at the gym that I was like, something's wrong. And I just kind of clicked for me. I was like, oh, I don't think this is healthy. And I remember calling to my roommate and I'm like, I think I have a problem. She's like, yes, you do. So then I started really focusing on healing my relationship to food. And because then I was also struggling with binging and I would like restrict all week, Monday to Friday, restricted weekend binging and it was a shame cycle and I was stuck in it and then and then I'll never forget I went to Bali and it was a month where I couldn't work out I like couldn't really stick to like an eating plan I actually just didn't even care anymore I was like fuck it eat whatever I want I was with my friend who had a very good relationship to food and it helped me a lot actually being around her and so we just had fun we were just walking every day and by the end of the month I lost like all this inflammation and I felt so amazing in my body and I was like hold on (laughs) I've been working out like seven days a week all day eating so restrictive and feeling so bad in my body one month didn't give a shit and I feel the best in my body I was like what is happening and so that kind of started this journey of me then transitioning to intuitive eating pretty soon after I started working with you I started educating myself around digestion the body like 
nervous system, hormones. And really working with you was so life-changing because it was really when I started to connect the mindset and body. Because I was so into mindset and business and mindset and success. And I was like, well, of course the mindset affects the body, duh. And I just, but I just didn't put two and two together because I didn't know. And so when I started along that journey and started like healing, and then this is where I would say like my self-confidence journey like started because again, I just didn't trust myself. That's why I gave myself such strict gym regimen, like whatever, like food, because I didn't trust myself. I was scared that if I didn't have a strict eating routine, I would just go in the fridge and eat everything. Like I didn't trust myself. And so when I started to heal that relationship and heal, you know, trusting myself and eating intuitively, I was, this is freedom. This was freedom to me. And as you guys know, I love freedom. This is what I teach people to do. And so I started to have like body freedom. And then I really noticed that when I started to feel better in my body, I started to do better in my business. I felt better in my relationship. And I really feel like health, I know people say this, but health really is the foundation. Like if I don't feel good in my body, it really does impact every area of my life. And so then it just became around really educating myself on, okay, what works well for my body and what's best for me and not looking to like what everyone else was doing. Like what's the diet? What's this? What's, I did it all. I did keto. I did F factor. Like ugh. I was always trying different diets. And then I realized like none of this shit matters. It's like what works for me? And so that was very freeing. And I want to say like, yes, I've come a very long way in my body. Like it's wild and not even like physically, but mentally is the biggest thing for me. I will say I'm not perfect at all by any means. Like I still have my moments. I have like my body moments and, but it's more now like not shaming my body and being like, oh, you've gained weight, punishment, go to the gym. It's like, that's interesting. I noticed that I'm feeling like quite inflamed. Like, what did I do? I've actually had this pain in my stomach since Saturday and I did a cord cutting meditation today and then it disappeared. And I was like, motherfucker. I just started to realize that really how you feel in your body is so much energetics. You know, especially with working with Dr. Teggy, like she'll be like talking about this and then it clears and I'm like, oh, really? Like, I, like really? I thought this was this whole big thing. And it, it really also comes down to your beliefs as well. And so... I think what I was doing is I was self-sabotaging my body because I didn't think I believed I deserved the body that I desired. And it's really just coming from such a place of love and giving myself what I want. Like, I know if I want a piece of cake, I eat a piece of cake. It's like, I don't restrict in any way because if I start restricting, that gets into this whole cycle of restricting and binging, again, with money, with relationship, with everything. Like, when you are come at anything from a place of abundance, there's no room for fear. There's no room for scarcity. There's no room for control. And so... Like really, I think everything's the same thing. Like we're talking about money. We're talking about the body. We're talking about the business. It's actually the same principles among everything. That's the craziest thing. Like I could, I guarantee I could do your course and apply everything that I'm learning to money and it would heal it. Of course. Like the, the only books I listen to people, I was like, what are books I listen to for food psychology? I'm like, forget about food psychology. Listen to these books about money and it's going to change your relationship to your body and change your relationship to food. Because it, it's like the reason why we hold on to weight too is like it's a physical barrier to protection, right? And so when we feel safe, when we feel like there's more than enough, when we have enough, like when we have money coming in, overflow, whatever, there's no need for the body to hold on to anything it doesn't need. Like you said, you were like, I didn't trust myself. This is like the number one thing. I'm like, I keep saying like, guys, your body wants to be healthy. Like it's not, nobody came down and put a curse on you. Like your body genuinely mm. wants to be healthy. 
And like, if you can't trust yourself, who can you trust? So we have to build up that trust instead of like trying to like manically control every little bit. Well, just to like full circle this moment, I was talking to ego at the very beginning and the higher self and like your higher self has the body that you desire, the health that you desire, the income that you desire. It knows it's possible. And your ego is the part of you that tells you that you can't, that is fear, but you know how to tame the ego actually you know when the ego stops is when you feel safe in your body yeah totally that's how you tame the ego is to feel safe in your body yeah I feel like at one point in my healing journey I came to this realization I was like wait a second my best self is obviously not overweight my best self obviously has money my best self obviously doesn't like binge and restrict or anything like this and so when we can like recognize that our truth is the best version of ourselves, then it doesn't become like what do i need to do to manically control or whatever to get there it's like i just have to return back to me and i just have to unlearn everything that i've learned and just return back to who i am yes you have to return back to your soul the version of you the highest version of you that knows that everything is possible for you and clear these beliefs that I keep talking about that you've been programmed, this fear really that's been passed down to you that you've learned, this learned helplessness. And once you clear that, it starts to like pave the way and like light at the end of the tunnel of like, oh, I think I do deserve this. And then you'll meet the right people. You'll connect with the right things. You'll read the right book. You'll listen to the right podcast. And then you'll start to learn how to come back to you. And then this is literally how you change everything have changed my relationship with my body relationship with money relationship with everything and and moving forward like again i am just getting started like this is just the beginning and so i am applying these principles to like everything like, this doesn't end i don't think you get to a point where you're like i'm good it doesn't that just doesn't happen Oh, Marley, I could talk to you forever. This was so good. You have a few exciting things on the go. Like I know you just launched Higher Self Method. Do you want to just tell us, do you have anything that you're doing right now that you want to like share with my audience? Yes, I would love to. Yeah. So right now there's kind of like two avenues in which we can work together. So if you feel stuck, you feel blocked, you feel unhappy, you feel just like, I don't know what's to happen next. I desire these things, but I have no idea how to get there. I don't know if I want to start a business, but I know I want to feel happy. I want to feel abundant with money. I want to feel in alignment and in purpose. This is Higher Self. Higher Self is a 12-week program where I teach you how to eliminate any blocks using subconscious reprogramming tools. Literally, it's a method to like help you create a life beyond your wildest dreams. Everything that you ever imagined, this is the method for you to use in every area of your life, money, love, everything. And then after that in phase two, or if you're just coming in right now and you desire to create a business, an online business that gives you time, location, financial freedom, this is Freedom Club. So this is where we give you the step-by-step 12-week program, the roadmap on either like you can start at it if you don't know what you want to do and you want to start a business we teach you what that is or if you already have a business running and you're desiring like you know financial freedom ten thousand dollars a month that's freedom club and then you know if you want to scale beyond if so if you want to scale from six to seven figures we have the scale course so it's like the in a dream world you're coming with me feeling like really lost really confused we, you go through higher self method you start to understand how your brain works. You start to take your power back. You start to feel empowered. You clear all your money, beliefs, trauma, everything. And then you're like, holy shit, now I have this space and this energy to create this dream life. Then you go through Freedom Club and you create your dream business and really start to live a life that like whatever that is for you, flying first class, traveling the world, retiring your husband, staying at home with the kids, like whatever that is for you. 
it just depends where you're at. So you can just DM me and say, okay, this is what I want. What should I go through? But we have like a roadmap no matter where you're at. Yeah, that's perfect. And I mean, like I've said a million times, like Marley was literally the crux of my, like if it wasn't for Marley, I would still be working like in a clinic somewhere, like working nine to five, making $26,000 a year, not helping anybody, not helping myself. So I love you so much. Uh, Can you just also just share with my listeners where to find you? Yes, I also have a podcast. Jordana's on there. The Money Mindset Manifestation Podcast. This is where I talk about all things money, mindset, business, so much fun. You can find me on TikTok and on Instagram at Marley Rose Harris. Yay. Okay, Marley. I love you so much. We will have you on for part two because there are so many questions I did not ask. And I just <laughs> can't wait to see you and talk to you. I love you. Thank you for sharing your energy with me. Have the best. Day. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was so much fun. Bye. Thank you.